Hello, everyone. I'm your host, William Pettifer, and this is the Stories of F1, where, if you looked at my website, you know there's a lot of content about, like, all the information, and I thought I'd use this podcasting series to say, hey, this boy has a lot of great stories. And today, I'm going to point out a story that absolutely is amazing. It's a story of a driver that overcame so much to win. This is a story of F1 2016. Okay, so now the intro has been sorted, we can get into this. So, let's begin. We need to provide context. So, what happened before? In 2014 and 15, Mercedes were the team, they were the winners. One second. Take my jacket off. It's been rustling the whole time. Okay, so now it's been fixed. So let's get into this. From 2014 to 2015, Mercedes were the team. Following Red Bull winning the constructors and drivers' title for the fourth year in a row in 2013, they came out of the gate swinging. Apart from, I think, yeah, three wins. For Daniel Ricciardo in 2014, Mercedes won every single race and took a 95% chance for a pole position. Now, let's let's start off with something obvious. It was a dominant season for for both drivers, but and ultimately it did come down to the wire and Lewis Hamilton won. In in a, in a, now it wasn't really a title fight because going into the final race Lewis had an 18-point lead and Lewis crushed it. No words for saying that. In 2015, Lewis dominated again. He was absolutely on top of the field. And I mean that literally. I mean, it is sort of amazing how he did it. He he, he ended up clinching the title with three races to go. And that's kind of impressive, Yasmi. I thought, and they also did very well with, like, winnings, wins, and performance. Anyway. Let me continue. So, as we moved along in 2015, it's pretty obvious that Lewis Hamilton is dominating Nico Rosberg. I mean, Lewis Hamilton wins in Australia, takes second in Malaysia, wins in China, Bahrain, takes his second in Spain, third in Monaco, but that was that's actually an interesting story. So he was leading the race, but then he was called into the pits because he wanted to change tires. Ultimately, I didn't need to go to plan, and sadly... It didn't go too well. He won in Canada. Second place in Austria. First in in Great Britain. And an incident with Nico Rosberg. Kind of finished sixth in Hungary. One in Belgium. One in Italy. Retired in Singapore. Japan, Russia, USA. All victories. And he clinched title. And the other race were all second places. So, if you followed that, you will know... That out of 18 races, he won 10 of them. His teammate, Nico Rosberg, took a set 18th place at the Italian Grand Prix in Russia. And not really winning, aside from winning four, five times. However, three of those victories occurred at the end of the season. And this is where our story begins. So, Nico Rosberg, I think he did a lot in this season to change. He knew that he had sort of been dominated by Lewis that season. 
And if you're an F1 driver, you do not want to be dominated by your teammates because you have the same car. You could not change much. But Nico had a solution. For three months, he went off social media. He got his helmet completely changed and made it lighter, which basically means put less paint on it. And he comes out of the gate swinging in Australia. If anyone wants me to stop doing those transitions, I can. But anyway, Nico Rosberg took a dominant win. After starting in second place, he roared off the line as Lewis had a bad start. Lewis slipped behind, but only not by much. And ultimately, Nico won the first race of the season. An epic story, if you ask me, and a good one for history. That's 2016, all done for him. And it was was going very not too bad for Lewis Hamilton. However, he took a second place. Daniel Ricciardo would finish the day in fourth. Sebastian Vettel third, and Danny Kvyat would be would did not start with an electrical issue. Now, at this point. Yeah, I'd think, like, Lewis Hamilton, he's like, all right, fine, bad race. Let's try to recover some points. But Nico wins again in Bahrain, stretching his lead imperatively, winning in style, taking another dominant win while Lewis had an issue with his car that would only let him finish third. China, even more of, a, of an important race for Nico and another bad weekend for Lewis Hamilton would roar would go off the track and ultimately take 7th place. Which is kind of amazing, if you ask me. I'm kind of amazed by that. And, my God, <laughs> is this getting shaped up to be an interesting race? Anyway, so the season's, the season's going not too, it's not very, not too very badly for Lewis Hamilton. And it, was, it really was starting to not to go too well. And, but ultimately... Lewis really wanted to try to get back. Anyway. <laughs> and important thing in Fernando Alonso in Australia and Bahrain. Fernando Alonso crashed at high speed into the outside barrier. And that's an interesting crash. Gutierrez ended up in the gravel trap. And Romain Grosjean finished sixth. And he ever has. And he came the first brand new team to score points in their inaugural race since Toyota in 2002. The next race... Alonso was ruled out because of medical grounds and stuff of Bandora's put in. And and following the widespread criticism, the teams got rid of the new qualifying form, which had them being eliminated. A new elimination style qualifying. Anyway. So, after moving on, Lewis Hamilton, Rosberg won again in Bahrain. That is sort of amazing. And, and moving along, we are getting back to the championship. China. So, 7th place for Lewis Hamilton, that's not the result he was looking for. Especially considering that this has opened the door for Nico to steal valuable points. And ultimately, a close season. Now, Russia. Russia wasn't too bad for Lewis Hamilton. He took a, in a good second place, which is just what he needs in his championship fight. Ricardo takes his third consecutive fourth place. Sebastian Vettel, after not starting in Bahrain and taking second place in China, gets collisioned in Russia and retires. And at this point, Danny Kvyat also has a finish 15th after contact with Vettel, and it's ultimately not showing up to be his weekend. Spain. Controversy. Now, here we bring into the interesting points of the season. Now, in Spain... In Spain, both drivers came together at the famous turn, 
And this is a big, big problem. Because at this point in the year, they were hoping to, to get some points in, maybe useful. But it did not go to plan, and both T double DNF, allowing Max Verstappen, the newly promoted driver at Red Bull, to absolutely dominate the field. An impressive job by him. Anyway, at this point in the season, it is by round five, we will see that Sebastian Vettel and Daniel Ricciardo and Max Verstappen are no match for the speed of the Mercedes drivers. It is pretty clear at this point that Mercedes has the car. Even though they they've they lost the race in Spain, they have won four out of five races and are completely dominating the season. Any hope I think Ferrari have won the win is still alive, however, and I hope that maybe they can get back to their streak. Moving on, Monaco. Ricardo took his first pole position, but Lewis Hamilton won the race after a pit stop error with the Red Bull team, a result that it was not needed. Max Verstappen would crash, and Nico Rosberg would duel with Nico Hulkenberg to vote line. And ultimately, Nico would take sixth place, an all-important result in an already important season. Moving along, we will see some more driving. Canada. Not the best day for Nico Rosberg again. This is where Lewis snaps his back momentum. He wins in Monaco and Canada, while Nico has a big spin and takes fifth place, while Valtteri Bottas takes an unlikely third, and Daniel Ricciardo finishes the day in seventh, and Sebastian Vettel P2. Verstappen would finish P4, an ultimately chaotic weekend. Now, moving on to Azerbaijan, or actually as nicknamed, the European Grand Prix. This will be another race where Nico Rosberg will come back swinging. Lewis Hamilton will have an electrical issue, and as a result of his settings, he would only get to finish P5. Daniel Ricciardo will finish P7 after some issues, and Sebastian Vettel P2 while Max Verstappen was in P8. A not a good result given his, given his potential. Kimi Raikkonen would take a P4, while Sergio Perez finished unlikely P3, and Valtteri Bottas P6. So, at this point in the season, I like to say, whoa, 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 what just happened there? So, I find it's kind of interesting. So far, we have seen Nico Rosberg win 5 out of... We would see Nico Rosberg wins 4 out of 7... 5 out of 7 races... No. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Okay, we see Nico Rosberg's won five out of eight races, but a seventh place and a retirement is to open the door for Lewis Hamilton to steal back some very valuable points. Can Lewis Hamilton claw back some valuable points in Austria? Yes. As a result, both go into the final lap. Lewis is in less than a second behind in DRS, and, and breaking for the first ten... Nope, sorry, turn two. Lewis Hamilton sends one up the inside, but Nico turns sharply in, and they both make contact. Lewis survives taking checkered flag at first, while Nico limps round the final few turns to take an unlikely fourth place, shunting him from a podium. That was a difficult one, because Mercedes driver Nico Rosberg entered the round as a defending race ridder and a championship leader with a 24-point advantage over teammate Lewis Hamilton. However, Lewis started the race on pole, 
and collided with Rosberg on the final lap. But Rosberg finished fourth behind Max Verstappen and Kimi Raikkonen and saw a championship lead cut to 11 points. Mercedes-led rivals Ferrari by 81 points and extending their lead to 103 after Sebastian Vettel retired. Now, the circuit was resurfaced ahead of the race weekend, swimming out many bumps and imperfections that developed over time. And introduced a, a new service introduced to segue was allowed to accommodate around a Demoto GP World Championship. Anyway, penalties. Sebastian Vettel received a five-place grid penalty, and so far, that's sort of it. Oh, by the way, before the lights went on to start, Pascal Vailing came to halt in the wrong grid slot. Anyway, moving along. So, Great Britain. Now, this is where we see Lewis Hamilton becoming his thing. The Mercedes driver, Lewis Nico Rosberg, entered the round with an 11 point lead over teammate Lewis Hamilton. Mercedes held a 103 point advantage over Ferrari in the Constructors' Championship. During Saturday's qualifying session, Hamilton achieved the 55th pole position of his career to start for the front of the grid ahead of Rosberg and Max Verstappen. The race began behind a safety car due to rain shortly before the start. Hamilton was able to convert his pole position into a first straight victory at the British Grand Prix, leading home Rosberg and Verstappen in changing conditions. Rosberg came under investigation by the race stewards after he received detailed instructions by his team about how to work around a gearbox problem. He was later handed a 10-second time penalty, demoting him to third place. And it, Ros, Rosberg only had a one-point lead now over Hamilton. Mercedes was in front with a 295-point lead, well, 103 points ahead of Ferrari, and Red Bull Racing followed with 168 points behind. However, Nico did take the fastest lap, ensuring that he was still the points leader. Moving on to Hungary, the Hungara ring. So... As we have seen beforehand, Nico Rosberg was the man in control, taking five out of seven, eight victories. Five out of eight, sorry. But as we see in a total of one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, ten races, we will see Lewis Hamilton has won four. Now, four out of ten races, and Lewis, sorry, and Nico has won five. Apart from double DNF in Spain, they had a team that dominated the season. This is going to be an interesting tight title fight, folks. Hungary. Now, this is where Lewis takes his important victory again. Important race for Nico. As he, as a result, Lewis Hamilton now took, takes the point lead. And, and as a result, as a result, a Mercedes driver, Nico Rosberg, has lost his one-point lead. And it was the 32nd running of the Hungarian Hungary Grand Prix. And in qualifying, Nikos would take pole, but ultimately would lose out to Hamilton. Hamilton made made the important result of the race, and as as a result, Lewis Hamilton was now standing at 192 points, and Ricardo, with the consistency coming back at him, took 192, a valuable points lead. And in the constructors, Mercedes led with 378 points, Ferrari 224. Red Bull 223, Williams 94, and Force India Mercedes 74. Now, I would like to point out this season. This season's going pretty well. We're seeing drivers not only come out of their shell a bit, but the season's shaping up to be a good one. 
So far, we've had multiple, we've had a double DNF on Mercedes. We've seen Ricardo take two seven places. We've seen Hungary for once, Ricardo getting P3, very impressive, and Verstappen winning on debut. Which, if you ask me, that's very impressive. I find, so far, the season's going very well for all teams. However, while Ferrari and Red Bull are struggling, Mercedes are thriving. And and Haas, after their debut in Australia, are doing very well in this season so far. With a 5th place in Bahrain, 8th place in Russia, and a 7th place in Austria. So far, a consistent result from them. And with these, with these point system, it is going very well for both sides. So, how will things shape out in Germany? Mercedes Lewis Nico Rosberg needs to get his act together, and this in his home Grand Prix he needs to make good use of his home home race and make sure that he wins. He went on pole again. It, by setting a very quick times in in Q3 to take pole position. Lewis Hamilton would line up P2 and Daniel Ricciardo P3. Verstappen would take an unlikely P4. And it was shaping up to be an interesting afternoon. Lewis Hamilton would end up, however, winning the race after taking the advantage at the start. Nico Rosberg would have a bad weekend, taking a P4 finish just when he didn't want it. And Lewis Hamilton now led the championship now by 19 points. And as a result of this consistency, Red Bull now jumped Ferrari in the constructor standings. So so far, we're getting we're interested now. This is not this is a missed opportunity by Rosberg. But with Lewis in the lead, let's see how how Nico responds. So, as Lewis is now winning the title fight, we see the Nico Rosberg delivering on the level that he needs to be delivering. Starting in Belgium, two all the way to Singapore. He wins three, all three races as, Ro- as Nico, as Hamilton does not do his best. In Belgium, he immediately impresses by taking pole position again and delivering a solo result while Lewis takes P3. After the result, Lewis still led, but now Rosberg cut the lead down to 9 points as a result. Constructors, Mercedes, 455 points. Everyone isn't accepted. They have basically just won. But, you know, we have to go on. Lewis, as a, as a qualifying, will not do so well. He would end up lying 21st after being knocked out in Q1 due to an engine issue. And it was not it was not the right weekend for Fernando Alonso with hundred percent time by being over seven seconds off the pace. As a result, there's a lot of accidents at the start, and ultimately this would lead to Kevin Kevin Madison having accident, Marcus Ericsson gearbox, Carlos Sainz Jr. puncture damage, Jensen Button collision, and Pascal Verline collision. All bad weekends for all round, but Lewis Hamilton is winning comfortably. After taking a P3. By starting starting 21st, if you ask me, that's that's impressive. Italy. Now, this is where Lewis can maybe score back some points at a power-hungry circuit. However, he still delivered, however. Lewis Hamilton took pole position in a very important race. However, he did not win the race by Nico Rosberg delivering another dominant weekend and taking another victory. And at this point, he is able 
He is two points behind Nico Rosberg. An important result of this season because because these important points allow Nico to close the gap. Behind him, some notable mentions. Esteban Ocon failed to set a lap time qualifying. And Roman Grosjean and Esteban Ocon received a five-place grid penalty for unscheduled gear change. After Italy, Mercedes led with 498 points. Red Bull, 290. Ferrari, 279. Williams, Mercedes, 111. And Force India, Mercedes, 108. So, so far, Ferrari have still not won a race. Vettel is yet to crack the winning pot. But a P3 finish is just what he needs. He is currently trying desperately to maybe take P3 in the championship, but we'll have to see in Singapore. A difficult weekend. Nico Rosberg lined up on pole again, this time delivering his insane qualifying performance by delivering the fastest times in Q2, Q3, and taking P1. It wasn't the best weekend for Lewis Hamilton, but P3 is not so bad after he has issued his brakes. Daniel Ricciardo delivers with a Q1 good performance, but ultimately misses out on qualifying by, by over by six tenths. Nico Rosberg delivers a very tough weekend, having a brake issue, but Daniel Ricciardo on a two-stopper and him on a one, he delivers perfection by holding off Ricciardo to take an unlikely P1. Lewis would again take a P3, not what he needs, while Ferrari will finish 4th, 5th, and Verstappen 6th. <laughs> As a result of the championship standings, Nico Rosberg would finally was retake the lead in style, 273-point lead. Lewis, 265. Daniel Ricciardo, 179. Vettel, 153. Raikkonen, 148. Sorry, I had to drink water there. But anyway, it's turning out to be an interesting season now. With Rosberg in the league, can Lewis strike back in Malaysia? So, Nico Rosberg was down the lead by eight points, but the race is interesting. The race has moved from March to October to allow organizers to upgrade the circuit. At the race start, Sebastian Vettel collided with Nico Rosberg, causing Rosberg to come into a spin at the back while Vettel damages his front left suspension retiring on the skate road a few corners later. On lap 8, Roman Grosjean spun into the gravel trap due to brake failing once again, but surely ended his race. But on lap 41, Lewis Hamilton's engine failed, forcing him to tire. Not what he needed, but Danny Ricciardo inherited the, the race and his fourth win of his F1 career. Red Bull took their first 1-2 since Brazil in 2013. Nico Rosberg recovered to finish third in an amazing race. And Vettel was handed a, a free-place grid penalty. An amazing result, considering that this ruined Lewis Hamilton's chances here. An engine failure, not what he wanted, and he's now 265, while, while Nico 288. This is not what he needs. And Hamilton, Hamilton getting... I don't want to say that again. Hamilton's engine failure is not good. And it's not going so good. And Lewis was 30, 33 points behind. Nico knew that, that all he needed to do was take one, two finishes, and now this is season run and done. However, this is, we're not done with this season until we get to the end of the season. So let's see how it shapes up. So, Japan. So, 
Lewis needs to put a good race together. However, he had a horrible start and dropped back to 8th. He recovers well, though, at the finished P2, an important result this season. But Max, sorry, P3. But Max Verstappen comes to phone to deliver a P2 finish to help Red Bull in the constructors and his driver's title. Max Verstappen is is currently at 165 points. Kimi Raikkonen 170. Ricardo 212. Lewis Hamilton 280. And Nico Rosberg 313 points. The lead is being cut down quickly. And currently, if you want to know what Vettel is, he did not have the best weekend in Japan. But a P4 is a P4 finish. Moving on to USA. Lewis Hamilton is now delivering now. He knows that he cannot afford any bad mistakes. Be focused. Win. He sets the fastest time in Q1 and Q3 to take pole position. Leads a dominant race and wins by 4 seconds. Daniel Ricciardo, Sebastian Vettel would both finish free at third and fourth, while some opportunism, Fernando Alonso and Carlos Sainz would allow him to take a P5 and a P6 finish. An important result considering this, is, this, this can lead to greatness. Anyway, moving along. After this, Vettel was jumped up to, to P4 in the driver's standings. While, while in the constructor standings, Mercedes was 636 after sealing the title in style in Japan. Red Bull Racing were now at 400 and Ferrari 347. Not the not the weekend for the Scuderia. Right, so I better review because I feel like I'm boring people to tears. So, this season's shaping up pretty well. We've seen Nico Rosberg absolutely dominate the field. We've seen Lewis Hamilton recover well from a very bad start of the year. This is ultimately... It's ultimately going to be the year that I think Lewis Hamilton might be able to recover. But we need to fo- he needs to focus. He knows that a mistake will lead to issues. He knows that if he does not win, and hope, he needs to hope Nico Rosberg takes a P3 finish. And after USA, he is delivering hard. He knows that a win is necessary. And he knows that each victory will matter. But we need to keep, keep the season up. This... After we pass USA, we know that we know that F one. Sorry, dang it. After this weekend, we know that, that Lewis needs to deliver, and he delivers well in Mexico. So let's do this, Mexico. After after Mexico, Lewis Hamilton delivers again with pole position. Nico Rosberg P two, Verstappen P three, Ricardo P four. And ultimately, Kimi Raikkonen P5, Nico Hulkenberg P5, an excellent qualifying session. While Valtteri Bottas, Felipe Massa, and Carlos Sainz like eighth, ninth, and tenth. It is doing very well. At both spoke drivers are trying very hard to deliver. And let's see who can win this. Lewis Hamilton delivers a good victory, while Nico Rosberg is finishing very well in a P2, just when he needs. Ricardo would ultimately take a P3, as Vettel and Verstappen would argue about about him going off at Turn 1. And ultimately would make things a very difficult race, as both Max Verstappen and Sebastian Vettel have stripped to the third-place podium finishes. Vettel, Verstappen passed the line in third, followed 0.99 seconds later by Vettel, himself followed three pipe. Five five seconds by, or, dang it, by Ricardo. Before Joey's presentation, Verstappen was penalized five seconds for the cut in the race corner. 
However, while Vettel attended the podium ceremony as a revised third place finisher, he was given a 10 second penalty for driving dangerously on lap 69 for moving under braking to block Ricardo. And it's a different, difficult event, but we're going to see how this goes. Alright. So, Mexico. We're not too bad. I'd say Lewis Hamilton's won again. Max Bowen, Brazil. Right. So, this is the weekend that Lewis Hamilton needs to deliver. In a very chaotic race with a red flag, Lewis Hamilton delivers very well, taking sent the fastest time in Q1, Q2, and Q3. Nico Rosberg right behind him with Kimi Raikkonen, P3. Max Verstappen, P4. Sebastian Vettel, P5. Daniel Ricciardo, P6. Ultimately, it was an important result for Lewis Hamilton. So he wins again as Max Verstappen works his way up from 16th on the grid after having a bad, very, very bad intercall for wets. And, and ultimately recovers to a P3 finish behind Sergio Perez and... and Sergio Perez and Sebastian Vettel delivering well and under pressure. Lewis Hamilton is only 14, no, 12, yes, 12 points behind his teammate. Going into the final round of the season, Abu Dhabi, the race to end it. Who will take it? Before going to the race, I need to provide a lot of context. Because we need to know who what needs to happen in order for Rosberg or Hamilton to win. Let's start. What does Rosberg need to happen? Well, all he needs to do is basically, if Hamilton wins, take a P2. If Hamilton takes second, then... Take one second, one second. One second, one second. Rosberg will win. He needs to finish on the podium, finish sixth or higher if Hamilton didn't win. He'd finish eighth or higher if Hamilton came third or lower. He finishes ninth or lower if Hamilton failed to make it on the podium. He finished outside the points, 11th or lower, or tied from race if Hamilton came fifth or lower. Ultimately, this is going to be an important result because ultimately... This season can be determined by multiple things. But this would happen. Hamilton is coming out of nowhere. He won if Hal- if Rosberg finished fourth or lower, so off the podium. He came second. Rosberg needs to finish lower than seventh. He came four- third and Rosberg finished ninth or lower. He came fourth and Rosberg finished seventh or lower. Anyway, moving along. So, so Lewis Hamilton held the lead. From a cautious Nico Rosberg at the first first corner of the race, and and ultimately Kimi Raikkonen gained the third position from Daniel Ricciardo with Vettel, Perez, Hulkenberg, Alonso, and Bottas completing the top ten positions at the end of the first lap. Max Verstappen spun and fell to nineteenth had a gently touching Nico Rosberg's first India start. The Red Bull racing car started the race on more durable super soft tyres, unlike the other top ten cars that were on an ultra soft. By the fifth lap of the race, Verstappen recovered to 13th position, only 19 seconds behind the leader Hamilton. Kevin Madison, who pitted on the first lap of a broken nose after touching the start, retired from the race on a top on lap five with suspension damage. Four Sydney Williams teammates were fighting out for six and nine positions, respectively, with Alonso holding position between the two team drivers. Boris was forced to retire on lap six with suspension issue. Mercedes and Ferrari brought their lead cars, Hamilton and Raikkonen, in for the first pit stop on lap 7. And the following cars, Rosberg and Vettel, 
In subsequent laps, Red Bull also chose to react by pin Ricardo's time, filling the yellow walled soft tyres, as did all the following cars this point. Mercedes of Rosberg had a 1.6 second gap to the Ferrari of Raikkonen and maintained position to the Ferrari after the pit stop. But now, finding yet to pit, Red Bull of a chance between himself and Hamilton in the race. But, but in all what was expected in his final race, Jensen Button was forced to retire with a broken right suspension on lap 12 from 8th position. Danny Kvyat was the next time at the race with a gearbox problem on lap 14 from 16th position. Meanwhile, Rosberg was advised by Mercedes Pitbull not to make any risk with Verstappen, believing that he will not, he will pit soon, allowing Rosberg to emerge back and clean air. However, the Red Bull took advantage of his conservative approach from Mercedes and chose to run Verstappen as long as they could in the first set in order to complete the race on a one-stop strategy in order Rosberg in the process. The risk proposed by Verstappen's strategy to Rosberg became apparent soon, with Raikkonen following Rosberg close by and Vettel fast approaching this group. Rosberg was urged to attack and, and pass Verstappen on the track, which he managed to do on lap 20 and began to catch Hamilton, with Raikkonen having pinned on lap 25 to cover Verstappen, Ricardo, who both pinned on lap 22 and 24 respectively. The Mercedes drivers pinned on lap 28 and 29 for their final stay on soft tyres. Rosberg now had a safe gap to four seconds to Verstappen, with Ricardo and Raikkonen further behind, and when Vettel was leading the race and going longer than all front runners driving on a short final slip on the faster red walled soft tyres, while all the other drivers were on the slower and older soft tyres. With Vettel yet to stop for the last time, Mercedes had concerns about the slow pace of Hamilton. It was happening faster on Vettel was driving much older tyres in the 1 minute 46 second. However, Hamilton was slowing down because he was hoping to get everyone bunched up. Anyway, at this point, individuals in the pit wall, namely race engineer Paddy Lowe, began to increase Hamilton, tell Hamilton increase his pace. However, after Lees were lapping Carlos Sainz Julian Palmer, the Renault driver missed the breaking point and rear-ended the STR of the Spaniard. Sainz Jr. suffered problems due to contact and retired from the race. Palmer was penalised five seconds for the incident. Vettel passed Raikkonen, Ricardo and Verstappen and was less than a second behind Rosberg on lap 50. Hamilton's actions allowed Verstappen, who was 3.5 seconds away from Rosberg, to be one second behind Vettel. In the penultimate lap, Vettel attached Rosberg to a defender's position, with the Red Bull also enc- encouraging Verstappen to push up to Vettel's DRS. Anyway, if Hamilton had been pa- if Rosberg got contact, Hamilton would have won the World Championship. However, Lewis Hamilton won, Nico P2. <laughs> yes, me? He has done it. Nico Rosberg. The man, the myth, has won his first title in history and the second Rosberg to ever do it following his dad. And this is this has ultimately been one of the best seasons and it is important for the race. Anyway, now we need, now let's review this season. I think, I think that a lot of people need to think, think, figure this out. Anyway, the season is was, was ultimately very impressive, with each driver delivering very well, and ultimately it was it was ultimately a tough race for all. All drivers were were, were caught off guard by the weird changes and rules that year, but ultimately it was it was the amazing Nico Rosberg to deliver, and all and everything seemed to be improved. 
Ultimately, the season ended very well, and I want to talk about that. All the changes and great things happened this year. Now, I think that it's pretty obvious. McLaren did not have their year. It was another year at the Honda partnership that isn't living up. Ultimately, Fernando Alonso took a retired, couldn't race in Bahrain, 12th in China, 6th in Russia, though, P5 in Monaco, and all the others were retirements and under points finishes. Apart from a 7th place in Hungary and in Belgium, Singapore, Malaysia, and a 5th place in USA, and in the points finishes in Brazil and Abu Dhabi. His teammate Jensen Bunn would struggle with the car and only take a 10th place at the round 4 in Russia, 9th place in Spain and Monaco, in Australia, no, Austria, sorry, would deliver with a P6 finish in Germany, P8, and ultimately Malaysia, P9, and USA, P9, and retiring on the final race. It wasn't the best weekend. It wasn't the best year for for pass. You know, what's that? Please pardon this interruption. It's just a reminder about next week's Spirit Week and Monday's theme of Pajama Day. Please remember to wear your pajamas and show your spirit. Thank you. All right, now it's over. So ultimately, it was not the best year for. The drivers on the rental team, Jolien Palmer and Kevin Magnussen, would both have bad years with Magnussen at P7 at Russia. That was a very chaotic race. And ultimately taking P6 in Austria, P8 in Germany, P9 in Singapore, and the rest were out of the points finishes. Ultimately, it was not his, week, it was not his year, while Jolien Palmer would only finish in the points once in Malaysia, while Stoffel van Dorn, who only showed up for one race, also only got it's first point in tenth, which is actually it's really impressive. Esteban Ocon and Rui Harianto would change positions constantly as the drivers were chopped and changed. Ultimately, taking a ultimately both drivers failed to score, and the ultimately underwhelming car. So, what do we learn this season? Well, we learned that the season was different. We learned different drivers had bad ones, and Forcinia delivered well for P four in the constructor standings. Ultimately, though, I think we have to hand it to Nico Rosberg. The man, the myth, the legend delivered it. And thank you. He's done it. I'm going to end the podcast here. I feel like I've ranted on too long. And ultimately, I'm going to put a bit more effort into getting a better script next time for this. But I'll see you then, and I'll see you next week. Thank you.